0: The following is a presentation of the Six Arrows Radio Network.
1: Welcome to the Modern Christian Men Podcast with your host, Cale Nelson.
0: It's a very special edition of the Modern Christian Men Podcast. Something that I've kind of thought about doing here often, but have never really taken that step, and, and and that is bringing in a musician to chat with us about their music, their life, their tour, their band, to kind of give us an idea of what happens inside the music that inspires our daily walk. This is a great one. Christian Stanfield from Passion, the Passion Movement, to have a brand new record, Follow You Anywhere, just released, and we're going to talk about the record how it is to be a musician. I want to catch up on some radio stuff. Hope you enjoy this one. It's a special edition. Modern Christian Men podcast with Christian Stanfield coming up. I, I was uh, I was sent the the new record, The Passion Follow You Anywhere, and I've been listening and my daughter came in this morning and she's like, "Dad, who are you listening to?" And it kind of threw her because Uh, Having spent so much time as I did in radio and then been out of radio for, gosh, almost as long as I was in it, my heart really just kind of dissolved regarding music and and full transparency Mm -hmm. here. this is My program is just full-on transparency all the time, so you get what you get. So I I, I lost my heart for music. It was like a big hole in my chest. And now while I'm still a big fan of the OC Supertones, you know, things like that back in the day, (laughs) Um, today's modern music, I really have a hard time finding something that fits me, but the, the, uh, the anthems of today's worship really speak to me. And I was so excited when I got this record, but I, I have to be very straight with you. I did not realize that the passion movement had been around since like 95. So you were in maybe 5k kindergarten or something then?
1: (laughs) Uh, yeah I mean when passion started in nineties uh first gathering was in ninety seven okay so I would have been like fourteen when that awesome. happened I had no idea I had no idea it was happening <laughs> right but yeah most I't know did. I didn't know I didn't know much of what was happening when I was fourteen yeah, it was, it's okay <laughs> yeah, I don't know much you don't know much of anything when you're fourteen you think you do you think you do you think you know it all yeah Come so to find out
0: so here you are in in twenty nineteen you're you're leading worship in this monster movement for the kingdom and uh, I mean you're standing on stage with guys like Crowder who has the most epic beard in Christian radio and yep, absolutely d- do you ever just kind of look at yourself and say God why me how me I- and what's next
1: uh, yeah of course you know I didn't know about passion when it started in 97 like I said but definitely came on my radar in the beginning of high school uh, sophomore year started to hear about what God was doing through passion and one day and these gatherings with these tens of thousands of college students and um, it was just really clear to me as a 16 year old kid i'm like man like god is doing something really powerful on the earth right now and so i started leading these songs and um it, all through high school cluing into what passion was doing what Louie was talking about and so when i met louis in 2004 and we started talking about you know leading some together at At passion 05 uh it was just such a trip man that that god had ordained this journey and taken me you know led all these steps to to get to meet louis and lead and so yeah it's a it's a it's such an honor man and, and it's uh it's a crazy crazy adventure but i i love it and I think what I felt with the coolest, one of the coolest things, man, you talk about Crowder and guys like Chris Tomlin and Christie and Nathan Knuckles and Charlie Hall and Matt Redman, like all these guys who've been a part of shaping how I think about God and how I worship God and how I write songs to God. Um, these guys, and they're the real deal, man. They just, they love Jesus. They love the church. They love the word of God. And, um, and so to come up in this movement and be right alongside some of you know, my heroes and be shaped and mentored and like kind of just led really, really well. It's just such an amazing thing. And I'm really, really grateful.
0: God will really mess you up if you let him. I, I am determined yeah. with with that. My life mm-hmm. is, you know, you're going along. I'm 45 years old now, so I'm rolling yeah. along. You know, I'm, I'm kind of the old guy in the mix now. And, and yeah. you kind of think that, you know, where you're going, you know, what God's kind of called you to. And then he just hits you in the face with something. And yeah. so, so here you are, 16 years old, playing guitar, singing in church, youth group or whatever, never knowing the bigger plan. Do you think, no. do you think, or well, let me let me ask it this way, how how much do you think you could have screwed it up if you would have had a future view to say, hey, I'll, I'll be on this stage in, in 10 years, 15 years from now?
1: I am 100% confident that I would have screwed the entire thing up. <laughs> 100 <laughs> percent
0: but that's the great thing I, about the passion yeah. that, that god yeah. puts inside you to give mm-hmm. you that uh, vision the drive forward
1: yeah yeah I, you know i think if you if you if you start thinking that way get right, rewrite man it can really mess you up but you know for me i, I didn't even know i was doing it but all, all i was really doing is i was following jesus one step at a time one day at a time um, my affection for him was growing like, you know as i was walking with him and my love for jesus was growing my passion for music was growing and um every day it was just another step you know on the journey and i didn't even know it was happening but of course now i can look back and just see all the all the moments privately in my bedroom with jesus as a 16 year old kid just just wanting to know jesus better and then all the little like moments as a worship leader in middle school and high school that really, really hard. And man, we were really, really bad for a long time. (laughs) It It wasn't always pretty, but, but God was doing something and he was, he was shaping me and he was shaping the people around me. And he, he was giving me eyes to see, um, that he had a plan for my life. And, um, so definitely, you know, I didn't have it all figured out, but man, there's a lot of grace and, um, God is so patient. People around me are so patient and, yeah, so and that's just an encouragement for anybody out there, whether it's music or whatever, man. Just, just love Jesus, just know Jesus, and and just take every day like just as it comes to take a step, and one day you look up, and you'll be in this beautiful place that only God could have brought you to.
0: And you know, as as the listener here is, is taking this in, they're saying, "Ah, oh, you know, I could never be that guy. I could never stand in front of ten, twelve, twenty, forty thousand people and sing a song on key." You know, I I don't have the the guts. I don't have the know how. I don't have the talent. uh, But but that's not the case, is it? Because what God's intended for us, He's already put inside us to start with.
1: Yeah, God God has put something unique inside each one of us, and um, the purpose for that, whatever that passion is inside of you, the purpose of it is to know Him and to make Him known on on the earth. And um, it doesn't matter what you're doing. You could you could do what I do. You could you could play music and write songs. You could build a Fortune 500 company. You could be a plumber. You could be a mom or a dad. Um, it doesn't. Whatever it is, that's what Scripture says. Whatever you do, do it to the glory of God. And so I think we all have a unique passion. We just got we got to lock onto that purpose to know Him and make Him known. And um and I think in that we find we find a huge amount of, of satisfaction in honoring God that way.
0: You know, Giglio has to have just this, this vision beyond most people because he created an event for a group of people, a demographic who mm-hmm. in large part really don't know who they are, where they're going, have, yeah. have any idea about what's in front of them. And I'm not knocking you guys if you're younger than me, I'm just being straight. Cause I remember being 18 to 25. So, you know they're out there kind of floating, and then he gives them this this way to come together, and, like you said, mm-hmm. come to know Jesus in a deeper more <clears throat> real way. Um, yeah, the vision that that took is incredible, but talk to me yeah. about how the music gets put together for that entire event,
1: yeah, first of all, you know just the the legacy of of passion and the music that's come out through passion is is incredible and so many amazing guys and girls have, have stewarded this movement so well i mean starting with charlie hall and chris tomlin and matt Redman and crowder and christine you know these guys have just curated this incredible like what an amazing catalog of, yeah. of songs that these guys the discography and, um, is ridiculous it's insane and yeah it, it was just it's just mind-blowing when you step back and look at it and um, that took just a lot of being faithful to, um, the call on each one of their lives and being faithful to the, to the vision of passion. Um, so, you know, for us, when we were writing, like, for example, we're writing this record when we, we wrote this record, um, over the course of, of all of last year in 2018. And we wrote with a lot of friends and uh, we wrote while we were on tour, we were demoing songs while we were out on tour and working really, really hard to, um, to finish you know these songs and get get the, the best they can be and um you know but for us uh, follow you anywhere uh, is such a special collection of songs and um you know going back to something we were talking about earlier if if we could have seen the final product before we started writing for this record we probably would have just botched the whole thing up but we but we, we sat down and we were writing with all these friends and bringing all these songs together and as the as all these songs that you hear now on the record started to rise up to the top, and people started going, "Okay, yeah, definitely that song, definitely that song," now you have this completed picture that that only God could have orchestrated, only God could have pulled all this together. It's so it's so beautiful, and, and for us, you know, you hear on the record, we want to write songs about uh, the cross. We want to write songs about living a life of surrender uh, to God. We want to write songs that that exalt Jesus, that just lift Him up and we want to write songs that that welcome him into our lives and into our spaces when we sing. And so um you know try to try to complete a full picture. Also give people a song to sing when they're in the valley when when life isn't great and and the sun isn't shining. Like we want to give people a song to sing. And so this record has got all of that and we've been we let him at Passion at Passion 2019 which was insane, just incredible, unforgettable. Uh, but then we've been leading them at Passion City Church at our church in Atlanta, and um, it just—it's really—it's been so impactful for all of us to to see how these songs are are crashing into people's lives and 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 the truth, because really all these songs are rooted in Scripture. The, that's refined all the inspiration for these lyrics. It's just getting into people's lives and and impacting them in such a powerful way.
0: Explain to us the the process of recording something this big. Because this isn't just like, okay, we've got to go to Nashville, and I'm going to go in and cut my bar, and I'm going to have have David come up, and he's going to do his song. How how Mm -hmm. does that work to record something of this magnitude?
1: Well, this record was really special. We recorded it at our church in Atlanta, and this is the first time we've ever done this. So we wrote the songs, like I said, over the course of last year, but we had it on our calendar November 18th at our church Sunday night. We're going to record these songs and um it was really really special because it was our family it was our church family and and we were all we we felt like we were all in it together we're we're all in this thing together and and so i love that when you listen to this record you hear our church you hear our family singing and um and so but it takes a team man it's not just us we're you know our the part that we're given to steward is the songs and so we want to write the best songs we can and we want to be on our knees asking god to to breathe out songs through us but then we also have an amazing label team, Six Steps um, Records uh, and our capital CMG team here at Nashville. Um, they do an amazing job of just preparing the way and getting the right people uh, to come and, and uh, be a part of recording and producing this music. Um, and then you have, you know, Louis, who is our pastor, who's kind of giving vision to the whole thing, you know. And, uh, so it it takes it takes a team. I think that's the best way to do something, man. Because uh, now here we are on the other side of this record, and you know, you're talking about listening to it today. Like what you're hearing, uh, it's it's the blood, sweat, tears, and prayers of a hundred different people. You know, it's not just me or Melody or Brett or Sean or David or it's all of us together leaning toward what God wants to say right here and now. And um, that's really special.
0: Well, a cord of three strands is not easily broken. You know yeah right and it, right. it, it takes that <clears throat> being, being a husband you get that too right
1: oh my gosh yeah. oh my gosh try it
0: without her right
1: <laughs> <laughs> people man she's she's the gold man she's the gem she's I amazing somebody. yeah i'm yeah. i
0: told somebody last night at church that uh you know i just so married up i don't even want to talk about it i'm embarrassed
1: <laughs> i know i know man i i I am so okay with the fact that everyone likes my wife more than they like me. <laughs> <laughs> so okay that's a tweet, that and I'm I, gonna
0: I'm gonna claim it. I'll, I'll give you credit for it.
1: <laughs> I really am, man. Like, cause I know it. Uh, she's just so good. I, I'm such a I'm such a dork, and she is so good. So well, it takes. I, I love
0: you know, her. You know, just going back to the team aspect. Think about now. I, this is what I love about it. Uh, you, you've recorded these songs. You released them at Passion. Over forty thousand young people. I'm not going to call them kids. I'm not going to call. They're young people. I'm going to call them what they are. You released these songs to those guys. You played them live. Uh, I'm sure they went crazy. But now that the album is out, it'll be in our hands next week. Uh, The reality of this is now not just your church in Atlanta, but churches all over the world. Some some folks listening to this don't even realize that they'll be singing your music in the next six to eight weeks in their church. Mm-hmm. And talk about a fragrance rising to heaven, man. I mean, that's just amazing to think that yeah. case, it was really cool with 40,000 singing along. But now we have yeah. thousands of churches with thousands of people singing the same songs along.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, that's no amazing. I mean, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I think, first of all, that that's amazing. And anytime we, we get a glimpse into what you're talking about, we see other churches singing it. And we see even not, not just in America, but all over the world, people singing these songs. That's It really is just a moment where you, you just you know, sit down and you just take a deep breath. You say, thank you, Jesus, because um, we can work as hard as we can and we can um, and we want to. We want to put our hands to the work and, and write the best songs. But if he doesn't breathe on it and send it anywhere, then it's not going anywhere. So we know that that's the breath of God on this stuff, you know um going out to people and um but for me you know as a songwriter uh, I really like when I sit down to write what I want to write is I want to write something that's that that that's moving my heart right now and so if I start to think too much about um well I got to be careful here cuz I do I do want to think about what people need to sing for sure mm-hmm. but I want it to be real to me first you know so when, when you sit down to write a song like follow you anywhere um that bridge, you know, wherever you leave me, whatever it costs me, all I want is you. Um, That was so like real and raw to me first before I wanted anybody else to sing it, because that's a pretty weighty, that's a costly lyric, you know? And so when we sit down to write, I really want it to be an intimate thing with me and Jesus. And that will end up, I think, touching other people. So um, it is wild when, when you hear other people singing these songs that it just started like in in a really quiet moment on a piano in a room by yourself and you just it's just you and Jesus and <laughs> this this little spark of a song and then you you see somebody singing it you know in the Philippines and you're like that's that's God only God <laughs> so it's wild
0: so the video of uh, more to come which features strangely enough, Christian Stanfield
1: uh, mm-hmm. it's out on
0: apple music um i'm sure people are just loving this one is this kind of the lead air quote single or <laughs> is it the title or are you going with the title track or what What are you guys doing uh, with the radio releases of this
1: well we have follow you anywhere going to radio pretty soon okay um so that, that'll be the first single um and which we're really really excited about um we really feel like follow you anywhere captures the uh, well, it captures this the heart of passion you know from mm-hmm. from the very beginning, passion has been about calling people to a life that 's surrendered to jesus, and that 's what follow you anywhere is you know right. um it 's saying i 've seen you, and that 's enough for me. all I want is you right. um whatever the cost doesn 't matter so that that 's really the heart of it um <clears throat> so that that 'll be the first single um but more to come that the I think the reason we released that that video is because like I was saying before. That was such a moment for our church. Like that's we had been singing that song at our church for a few weeks, and that moment that night just felt like our church stepped into a level of faith that the best was yet to come for Passion City Church, and it was really, really special. I'm getting chills just talking about it. (laughs) I love because it was, (laughs) it was so good, and um, it's it's just so the video was just it was too special. I think for us to to keep it keep it closed, so.
0: So what are the what are the future plans as we wrap this thing up? Uh, I mean, I know that you guys are going to enjoy getting this record out in front of folks. Do you ever stop writing? Are you thinking about Passion next year already? Are you going to just kind of yep. relax and enjoy this moment or, or how, how does that go? Cuz I mean, I mean not only do you have to go out and perform in front of thousands of people, lead worship at church, etc., be a mm-hmm. husband, family man, whatever, you, you right. also have to think about tomorrow as well. <laughs> I know it's in his hands. I get that. But how mm-hmm. far do you have to look forward?
1: Yeah. Well, I'm actually talking to you. I'm in Nashville right now. We've been writing this week. And so um, we've already started the process of of getting songs cranking. And, um, you know, I will say that after you release a record, um, like when Follow You Anywhere came out, um, you, you feel like you've been turned upside down and just emptied out. Mm-hmm. You know, you just creatively, spiritually, emotionally, physically, even you just feel like. <laughs> God just turned you upside down and said every bit of what you've got is now coming out. Right. And so I, you do feel like you you want to take a breath and receive again before you you put anything out again creatively but um I'm looking ahead to 2020 with a lot of expectation man and um we're we're going to Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. Yeah. Um, home of the super bowl know, this year a home of the super bowl man it's how crazy is that, that it's nice. like it's so wild watching like espn i'm like that's my city that's crazy
0: <laughs> hey, i know that street
1: so wild yeah so you know i'm looking ahead to that and you know we're looking at 60 65, college students in one place next year and so i to be honest man we're you know we're, le- we're less than 12 months away from that and i, I already feel the the, the weight of that, you know, and the weight of that moment. And so I, I want to start, start preparing for it now. And, um, so yeah, we're already thinking that way, man. And, um, I'm, I'm really, really excited. I I really have I'm not any hype about this, but I really have such an unusually high expectation for what God is going to do this year mm. and in passion 2020. And so I'm just, I want to prepare my heart for that.
0: That's awesome, dude. So, where can we mm-hmm. find you, folks listening? They want to find Christian Stanfield. Where can they find you mm-hmm. online so they can, you know, be nosy and follow you around?
1: <laughs> you well, so um, I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, you're probably gonna to want to follow my wife. She's a better follower. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, um, you can find on on Instagram. It's KP Stanfill. Um, you can follow Passion Music. Uh, it's at Passion Music on Instagram and and all that. Um, so that that's the best place to, to to find us, and we'll be out on tour this spring um, with uh, Outcry. I'm not sure if we're even talking about this out loud yet, but we're going to be on tour this spring breaking uh, through news. May. So, breaking news! So you can you can find us out on the road uh, this spring too. So
0: that's some good stuff, man. Well, I I'll tell yeah. you, being the old radio guy, it's really cool <laughs> to have seen you come up from who's this guy I've never heard before with really nice <laughs> hair to. <laughs> You know, planning to stand in front of sixty thousand plus people in the Mercedes Benz, you know, Coliseum Stadium in Hotlanta. Yep. You know, it's just it's just amazing, man. And I just, you know, it's we can put on. Oh, Chris, is so great. I just thank God for putting you where He put you, when He put you, so you can continue to do what He called and created you to do. And and just appreciate you, your time here with us. What all you guys do for. The community of believers in the U.S., especially those who are looking for their next step, those young people here that need that encouragement, and old guys like me who can't wait to get to the senior music in church.
1: Yeah. So, man, I thanks, Kale. That I means that really means the world, man. Thank you so much. Absolutely, Thank so good for to talk to you again. Yeah,
0: man. Yeah. yeah, nice catching up, dude. Have a great
1: day. Okay, man. You too. Much love. Thanks, Chris. Thank you for listening to the Modern Christian Men podcast. You can find us online at modernchristianmen.com.
0: Oh, man, I was just... I'm going to be honest. I was on Twitter getting ready to tweet how awesome it was going to be to, to chat with you this morning, for real. <laughs> oh, man, that's nice. Yeah.
1: You, you well, may I'm not realize excited this. I'm to talk to you, too. Yeah. yeah. You, you may not realize
0: this, but back in, like, 2009... I mm-hmm. received in the mail your uh, one of your intro CDs back when they used to service us with uh, real CDs.
1: Oh yeah, no kidding. Yeah,
0: and I got it somewhere. I, d- I didn't have time to dig it out. I was going to really try to be impressive, but I apologize.
1: <laughs> I, that would have been impressive because that was a minute ago. That was that's ten years. Was ago. that two? Yeah, 2009, that was two thousand. Yeah, two thousand nine.
0: Let's see. It was. Uh, I found it on my MP attention. There. Was right. it attention? Uh, beautiful Jesus, and then Lord of all. Yeah. What they were servicing. Yeah. So
1: that that was that was 2009, dude. That's crazy, <laughs> man. And, and the craziest that feels thing, like a lifetime ago.
0: Here, here's what's crazy about it for me, bro. Is I have lost a lot of hair since then. <laughs> and and looking at your pics, bro, you still have at least what you had or more. Is it real or is it plugs? I understand.
1: <laughs> I like to go on record. It's not real. It's okay. plugs for sure. <laughs> no, I, I I still have my hair, but it's going gray, man. I have a lot. I have a lot more gray than I did in two thousand nine. I would take a lot of gray. So, yeah, I would take a lot of gray. Because I have yeah, a lot of scalp. my wife. Yeah, well, my wife doesn't mind the gray. She's she's hoping I'm I'm going like Matt Mars status at some oh, point in life. Does that dude have the
0: best hair in Christian? He's the or what?
1: greatest hair. He's like the white wolf of worship. It's like he's. He's a, he's a, he's a, just such a gentleman with that hair. It's amazing. Yeah,
0: it's awesome. We're all jealous of yeah. Matt.
1: <laughs> Matt. Matt, we love you. We do. And, and your hair. And your hair.
0: The hair can take the stage on its own. Well, I know that, uh, you've got limited time cause I'm sure you're in a media blast today, but first I really appreciate the opportunity to chat with you. Uh, I've been listening to the new album. I still call them albums. Mm-hmm. I still call them records. I still buy physical CDs. And, Good for uh,
1: you, man. I'm totally digging it. Stay man. strong. <laughs> Stay strong. <laughs> it's easy
0: when you don't have one of those newfangled smartphones, you know. I'm just, I'm. So oh, go, there, you
1: go. Yeah, yeah. Can sure. you,
0: um, can you for the record, for my records here, uh, for the file I'll store away, can you please pronounce your first and last name for me?
1: Yeah, Christian Stanfill. All right, he, just it's, like that. It's uh, he's very phonetic. <laughs> very phonetic. Christian Stanfill. Awesome. Not 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 Christine. I've gotten Christine Stanfield. <laughs> <laughs> Kristen, i got gotten Kristen my whole life. The awesome. K, K the K people. throws it throws people. Yeah, Russian,
0: Russian parents. Maybe I'm just
1: kidding. <laughs> just kidding. So yeah, that, that's, no, that sounded the only bad. I'm not supposed to. The, well, no, no. The only the only other people I've ever met that spell the name with a K are like from like Sweden or oh, something. Okay. Like, so that's that's a fair. That makes sense fair.